if you will allow yourself not to get stuck in a rut of this is the only way to do things, then what will naturally happen is you'll start to, you know, uh, pick up the other things that maybe work for you and start to adapt and adjust. And maybe you don't run every single day, but you run a couple of times a week because it brings enjoyment to you. Or maybe you're competing or you're training for something. And so, yes, endless hours of cardio, not the best strategy for weight loss. But if you vibe with it, if it works for you as it did for me back then, then run with it. Welcome to the High Powered Podcast, the podcast created to help you grow strong, healthy, and confident in mind, body, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Chase Livingston. You know, over the past 10 years, the entire health and fitness industry has been completely transformed. There have been so many new things come out, new pieces of technology, new research, new innovative ways of going about how we train and what we do in the gym that completely disregards a lot of what many people did for years and for decades even. And it's funny because, uh, you know, I got nostalgic the other day and I started thinking back to when I first got started on my fitness journey. And many of the things that I, I personally implemented early on during that season of my life, looking back on those things, many people would call these things lies. They would call these things myths. They would say, no, you don't want to do that with your workout plan. However, these lies that are really the foundation of my personal health and fitness journey were transformative in my personal health. You know, it completely changed who I am from the inside out. And that's what I want to share with you today is that there are five lies of the fitness industry that can completely change your life. And I'm super excited to share this stuff with you because many, you know, many of the things that I'll share with you, if we talk about them, then many people are going to condemn them. And I don't want to condemn any of this stuff because for me, it made a huge transformation. Now, I will say these aren't things that I necessarily go and I'm like encouraging my clients to do. I may offer them a different route because I've walked the path that I'm going to share with you and I know that there's a better way. However, this is still really, really good information. So I can't wait to share this with you. Uh, I, I think you're going to get something of value from this. And so uh, let's dive into this. This is how I got extremely lean and fit from a bunch of lies and myths in the fitness industry. Okay. And like I said, I'm going to share five of them with you. Okay. Now, the first one that I want to share with you is um, it, it comes down to this workout that got me started. And I will tell you, this was the workout that changed my entire life. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I remember when I first started out on this journey, I knew, hey, I got to work out, right? I don't have any weights. I don't have any equipment. Guys, I didn't even have the luxury to be able to go to a gym. I couldn't afford it. So I had to do something, right? I knew, you know, I, I had to start getting stronger. I wanted to have bigger muscles, right? I wanted all of these things. That way my confidence would improve, all that kind of stuff, right? My, my knowledge was limited, but I knew I needed to work out. And so I began to do some research and I got on our good old friend YouTube and I found this workout and it was called the 300 Spartan Workout. Now, I talk a lot about this workout in, in my personal story that I share. And if you're a client, you've worked with me before, then you've definitely heard this story. But basically, I found this workout on YouTube. It's called the 300 Spartan Workout. And I mean, you, you guys remember the Spartan movie, right? It's like, you know, Leonidas and he's like going, he's like kicking people in giant pits. And, you know, this is Sparta, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? So uh, I love that movie. 
And of course, the thumbnail of the YouTube video sold it, right? You want to look like one of these guys? They're all like ripped and jacked. And I'm like, yeah, I do want to look like one of those guys. I want to look like a Spartan. And so I start watching this video. And basically, the breakdown of it was there's 10 exercises, all body weight that you do at home. And you do 30 reps of each of these exercises. And that totals to 300 reps. And the goal was is that you would do this workout every single day and eventually you're going to look like a Spartan warrior. Okay, now therein you can tell like, okay, that's ridiculous. Like you're doing some stuff at home and you're going to get all jacked and lean. And, you know, it's a little funny because, you know, most chances, I mean, you're probably not going to. When you do body weight calisthenics, you're probably not going to get super jacked because you're not, you know, pumping a bunch of like blood and lactic acid. You're really just developing a lot of strength, you know, and control of your body and stuff. And so, um, a total different conversation there. But the the fact of the matter is this this lie of um, you know you can't get fit from a YouTube video or that you know this this false promise of I was going to look like a 300 Spartan warrior after doing this well let me tell you I bought into the lie okay and I was like you know what I was naive right I didn't understand the fact that I, I, I couldn't get jacked from doing this workout every single day so I like I went all in right and I'm doing this workout every single day and I remember guys the first time I did this workout it took me like 30 minutes you know, but more, the more I continued to do it, I got really, really proficient at doing it. And it got down to where I was pumping it out in like 11 minutes. I was able to get these 300 reps done in like 11, 12 minutes consistently. And, um, but the thing is, is like after 30, 60 days, I looked in the mirror and yeah, I had lost a ton of weight. I had definitely gotten some lean muscle mass built. I definitely had built some confidence, but did I look like a Spartan warrior? Not really. Far from it, actually. You know, I still had like, you know, a little bit of belly fat. I wasn't really like super jacked and lean. I definitely couldn't throw a spear or anything like that. So I did not fulfill that promise. However, I did get extremely fit and athletic and I gained the ability to have control over my body, right? I could I could do 30 push-ups with ease. I could do 30 jump squats with ease. I could do all of these different exercises far better than I could 60 days prior to starting this workout program, right? And so, you know, herein is the fact of the matter is although YouTube workouts may not help you look like a 300 Spartan warrior, you can still get extremely healthy, lean, and fit from doing them. And so uh, I'm personally not a huge fan of YouTube workouts. I, I know you can find some good ones on there, uh, but really the way we view it now as a personal trainer, as a, a fitness professional, is we want most people to follow a uh, strategic, uh, progressive program that guides them um, into you know a stronger, more adaptive type plan that leads to you getting some of these gains or some of these results that you want. So that's the first lie, okay? Now the second one is, it revolves around nutrition. Now during these these early years of my, my fitness training and bettering my health and all that different kind of stuff, like I said, my knowledge was limited and I really didn't know what to do starting out. So I did two things. I started doing this workout and the second thing was I cut out fast food and I just started cooking at home. For the most part, I was still cooking garbage, you know, I was still cooking like chicken fried steak and making pizza, but I was just doing it at home. 
But the fact that I stopped doing it at, um, you know, uh, eating out at fast food places and picking up gas station food and all that different kind of stuff, I still got results. Like I still started to feel better just the fact of cooking at home. And you could say, you know, hey, that, that may be like mental, that could be like placebo, but I really did feel better. And I started to feel more confident about myself doing this, preparing my meals at home. And so as I started to learn more, um, I, I realized, okay, like if I want to do this like whole fitness thing, this gym thing, then I probably need to eat like it too, right? I want to look like these guys. I want to get jacked. I want to get lean, whatever it is. I probably should eat like them. And so I did some research. And as you guys know, kind of the standard protocol for like bodybuilding meals is like chicken and rice or chicken and broccoli or you know, turkey and some bell peppers, right? It's like super simple, you know, very lean. It's not the most delicious thing either. You know, it's not the most appetizing thing. And many people still get locked into this mindset that that's what their diet plan needs to look like in order to be successful. Now for me, I just had that like iron will where I said, you know what? I don't care how good the food is, how bad it sucks. I don't care if I'm eating the same boring meals every single day. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to accomplish. If this is what it takes, then I'm going to go for it, you know? And so I started doing the chicken, rice, and broccoli every single day. And, you know, I kind of had some different meal variations and stuff like that for the most part. But really, I stuck to the simple, standard meals, you know, the the chicken, the rice, the ground beef and uh, sweet potatoes, you know, those really, really simple meals. And that is kind of a lie that we have bought into is that in order for us to get extremely healthy, in order for us to lose weight, in order for us to become a bodybuilder or build any kind of significant amount of muscle, that we have to eat like this. And that's not true. Once you really start to learn the fundamentals of nutrition, then you know that there's nothing special about uh, uh, a bowl of chicken and rice compared to uh, something like some chicken Alfredo or something like that. You know, now the calorie content, the ingredients, yeah, maybe that's different. Maybe the more simple meals is that. It's more simple, but you can still enjoy a lot of the foods that you like and reach your goals. But what I will say about these simple meals is a couple of things. The first one is they're that. They're simple. It's easy to make. It's easy to prep. It's easy to plan. You never have to second guess like what you're going to eat. Every single day, every single night, it's the same thing. And if you can do that for 12, 16 weeks, whatever it is for you to like lose weight or bulk or whatever it is you're trying to do, if you can really stick with that, then you're going to get some pretty awesome results, you know? And so it, that kind of comes back to that consistency piece, but these simple meals really do make a difference. You know, you don't have to second guess what you're going to eat or wonder what's going to be for lunch or dinner. Like you already know, it's a simple meal. The other thing to that is it made tracking so easy. You always knew where your calories, where your macros were going to fall because your meals were essentially the same each time. You know, you really began to learn the fundamentals of nutrition. You could look at a cup of rice and know, hey, this is this many calories. You could look at six ounces of chicken and know, hey, this is this much protein. And it really helped me during this early season of my life to learn about food, 
to learn the contents of my food. And it made me become so much more aware when I went to the grocery store or when I started cooking my meals to look at the nutrition label, to start adding it up on an app, to start to dissect some of these foods and actually see what the calorie or the macro breakdown is of these foods. And so the lie is, is that you have to eat this way in order to become healthy or in order to get fit or any of these things. That is a lie. However, with that being said, it is still a powerful way for you to learn the fundamentals of nutrition and to reach your goals, whatever they may be, whether it's weight loss, building muscle, whatever. And so I don't want to condemn the chicken, rice, and broccoli because it made me who I am. And still today, like I can eat that stuff and like it's totally fine with me. You know, last night I had, uh, you know, my, my wife asked me, hey, what, what do you want to make for dinner? And I was like, let's do some chicken, some rice, and some Brussels sprouts. Like that's what I wanted. You know, no sauce, no nothing. It's just like if you cook it right, it's, it's a great meal, you know? And so uh, that is the lie. However, it can take you far if you use it. Okay, so that moves me on to the third lie in the fitness industry that I bought into. I drank it up. I slurped up every line of this lie and it actually made my life better. And the lie is, is that drinking a gallon of water every single day will help you lose weight. I literally thought by simply drinking water, I was like flushing fat out of my body. That was like something I believed. And that sounds so funny to you now because that's how far we've come in this industry is like, you know, whenever I first got started, that's what people did. They're like, man, I'm going to drink a bunch of water. It's going to help me lose weight. And it's like, you're drinking a gallon, like that gallon weighs something, but you're losing weight. It's like, anyways, I bought into the lie, you know, and I started drinking a gallon of water every day and I lost weight. You know, of course, I was doing other things, right? I was in a caloric deficit. I was exercising. I was doing cardio, all these different things. But to me, I was like, man, the drinking the water is really working. I'm losing some weight. This is awesome. You know, and and here's the thing is drinking a gallon of water does not help you lose weight. It does make you more hydrated. And when you have a hydrated body, when you have hydrated muscles, they do function better. They do operate better. And that does allow the functions of your body to maybe metabolize fat a little bit better or to just function properly where you feel better. Like maybe there's something there. I don't even know the research on that, to be honest with you. But drinking a gallon of water, there's not something magic where it's flushing you know, fat out of your body or anything like that. And that's, that's the lie that I thought, I thought that was actually happening and it's not true. Now, drinking a gallon of water every day or up to a gallon, right? Um, really you don't even have to do that to lose weight or be healthy or anything. You know, many of the clients who I work with, I tell them drink 60 ounces, you know, try to strive to drink 60 to 80 ounces every day. I think that's good. You know, some people say women drink two liters, men strive for three, right? And you know, um, So whether that's a gallon of water or not, you know, isn't really that big of a deal. That's bad. I don't even know how many liters are in a gallon. I could probably look it up right now. But anyways, uh, I don't necessarily personally think that drinking a gallon of water is going to help accelerate your progress or not. Should you be hydrated? Absolutely. Should you be consuming adequate amounts of water? Absolutely. But there's no special thing with drinking a gallon of water. And if you can think back to, you know, 10 years ago when you walked into the gym, everybody had like the gallon jug of water that they got from like Walmart or whatever. And I mean, I I did this too. Like I remember buying like a big jug and every morning I would fill it up in the sink or with my, you know, little filtered pitcher or whatever it was, you know, and 
The truth is, is there's nothing special about drinking a gallon of water other than you're going to be hydrated and perhaps that helps. So enough rambling on that. The fourth lie that I will share with you is that running every day was going to help me lose weight. I thought that endless hours of cardio was the secret, not really a secret, was like the common well-known thing to help somebody lose weight. I thought it was, you know, every day I needed to go for a run. Now, mind you, remember, whenever I first started, my knowledge was limited, and I did a couple of things. This 300 Spartan workout, I stopped eating out, and I started cooking at home, and I went for a run every day. Now, running every day, you know, there's mixed things that I see and I hear. You know, some people say it, like, kills gains. Some people say, you know, uh, it's preventing you from building muscle. Some people say that it's not necessary in order for you to lose weight. And honestly, like, for me personally, like, I do agree with that. I do agree you don't have to go running every day in order to lose weight. You don't have to go do a whole bunch of cardio in order to uh, attain the body composition that you desire. However, for me, this was a critical thing for me back then. And it's not even like, yes, of course, like I could start seeing the changes in the mirror. I saw that I was losing weight. I saw I was getting more fit. I even felt a hundred times better, especially after I ran. I just felt so good. I'd get all those endorphins flowing. I'd had that runner's high and I felt amazing. And uh, the truth is, is you don't necessarily have to do that. You know, you don't have to go running every day in order for you to reach your goal. But if you enjoy running and something that you it helps you, you know, maybe mentally or even spiritually or whatever it is, then go run. Like the thing that we have to get over with the fitness industry is that there's only this way of doing things. There's only that way of doing things. Like my personal opinion is find what feels good to you. Find what version or what avenue of fitness resonates with you most and go with it, you know, go forth with it. Because what you'll find too is that as you start to do it, like, your passions and your interests and your uh, think the things that you get excited about, they're going to start to change and adapt and mold and switch and all this different stuff. So I used to be super passionate about running. Why? Because, well, for me, it helped me deal with a lot of things. It helped me to deal with like, you know, emotional stress or mental stress. Like going for a run was just like a time for myself. You know, it was a time to like hype myself up. Uh, and and pray and say positive affirmations. That's what that time was for me. Other times it was like putting in a podcast or putting on some like classic rock and just like running and vibing out, you know? And so that's what running became for me more so than it was like I'm trying to lose weight or whatever it might be, right? But uh, the thing is, is running every day and doing endless hours of cardio is not the secret to weight loss. It's not the best avenue for weight loss in my personal opinion. However, you can do it. You can get some awesome results. And if you enjoy it, then you should, then you can do it. And what you'll do is, and what you'll find is that if you will allow yourself not to get stuck in a rut of this is the only way to do things, then what will naturally happen is you'll start to, you know, uh, pick up the other things that maybe work for you and start to adapt and adjust. And maybe you don't run every single day, but you run a couple of times a week because it brings enjoyment to you. Or maybe you're competing or you're training for something. And so, yes, endless hours of cardio, not the best strategy for weight loss. But if you vibe with it, if it works for you as it did for me back then, then run with it, right? So that moves me on to the fifth and the final lie of the fitness industry that I will share with you that ultimately shaped and transformed my experience. And that is cutting sugar. 
Whenever I first got started, I thought that sugar was the ultimate enemy. I thought if you ate any ounce of sugar, had anything sweet, then any fat burn potential that you had was lost. That you weren't going to lose any weight, right? And the whole idea there is that you know you're spiking that blood glucose and it's affecting your uh, your metabolism and it's doing all this different stuff. It's going to prevent you from you know all, your insulin levels are getting all messed up. You know, I was saying all of these different things that um, really don't matter. I mean, they do matter, especially if you're like pre-diabetic or something like that. Those things matter, but what I really thought is that if I ate sugar. It was going to get like converted into fat, you know, and so I was like, all right, no sweets, no candy, no soda, no nothing. Like it was just like this hard, rigid line that I walked that ultimately isn't sustainable or enjoyable. And, uh, you know, now I kind of take a different approach. You know, I've talked on here about how I like to enjoy a cookie every day if I can, you know, uh, maybe not every day, especially if there's a season where I really am trying to lean up the cookies, they go on a shelf, but I love cookies and cookies have sugar. <laughs> Does that prevent me from being healthy? No. Does that prevent me in a lot of cases from reaching my weight loss goal or my body composition goal? No, absolutely not. In fact, consuming sugar if you're an athlete, if you're really trying to push hard, if you're doing something like obstacle course racing or you're training for a marathon, sugar may be a, a tool for you. It may actually improve your performance. It may help you perform better. And so cutting sugar to prevent fat gain is kind of a lie because ultimately at the end of the day, what's most important is that you're in a caloric deficit. Now, should you still watch your sugar intake? Sure. Everybody should, right? Everything in moderation. We don't want to be over consuming sugar. You know, I made a video not too long ago about you know, can you lose weight and eat a bag of Skittles every day? Yeah, absolutely you can. You can eat Skittles every single day and still lose weight so long as you were in a caloric deficit. Now, when you reach your goal, are you going to be excited about your body composition? Probably not. Are you going to feel 100% amazing while you're on this journey? Probably not. You're not taking in many vitamins and nutrients, at least not as many as you could be if you didn't eat the bag of Skittles. But the fact is, is that you can still, you're not going to, the fact of the matter is, is you're not going to gain fat by consuming sugar, right? You gain fat by consuming more calories than you burn, right? You And that really is, um, it's going to take more than what you probably think. You know, one or two Oreos is not going to cause you to gain any weight. Eating a whole sleeve or a whole box of Oreos is probably not as detrimental as you think it is. Like I, I saw somebody who did a video where they said, you know, this whole bag of Oreos is like, you know, it's not even 3,500 calories. I think it was like 2,600 or something like that. It was like, you can eat this whole bag of Oreos and you will not gain one pound of fat, you know? And so we have to remember those things, you know? There's a lot more behind it than just, you know, sugar causes you to get fat, you know? It's just not true. It's not true. However, I will say this lie still did something incredible for me. Because it made me develop some discipline in myself to cut out the things that my body wanted to have. Like I really craved eating a Pop-Tart or, you know, getting ice cream or drinking sweet tea. All of these things. I craved these things whenever I was going through this period. But I told myself no because I, I had bought into the lie that if I do this, if I drink this, I'm going to get fat. And I didn't want to. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm really locked in on, on accomplishing this goal. I can't have this. And so it built this discipline and this willpower within myself to keep those things at arm length and only have them or enjoy them like once or twice a week. And that did something for me, you know? So, uh, once again, 
you don't have to, you know, cut out sugar completely. However, if you do, understand there's benefits to that too. You know, cutting out sugar has its pros to it, pros to it as well. But just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, because sugar's not going to cause you to gain fat. But if you want to do it because it's like a, a discipline thing, like man, I really just want to test my mental abilities to put this stuff on the shelf and not overindulge on it. You know, then I say go for it. You know, and so those are the five lies in the fitness industry 10 years ago that I completely built my foundation of health and wellness on that are really not even true. None of these things are true. And that is so funny to me because I still see so much value in all of these lies. And so, you know, many people, especially, you know, your social media influencers, they'll get on their high horse and they'll start bashing these things. And, you know, probably rightfully so because there's still many people out there who are bought into these lies that, you know, YouTube workouts are going to get you extremely fit, that you have to only consume chicken, rice, and broccoli, that you need to be drinking a ton of water in order to lose weight, that you need to be doing endless hours of cardio, that you need to cut sugar, that you need to do all of these things in order for you to reach your goal. And here's the thing is you don't. However, if you do these things, you probably still will reach your goal. Is there a better way? Absolutely. Is there a more sustainable way? Absolutely. And so I don't necessarily recommend this for a bunch of people or even my clients. However, um, you have to kind of chew the meat and spit out the bones, right? There's some, there's some good stuff with this. There's some bad stuff with this. And so uh, what I will say is that although these were all lies, these were like myths. These are things that have been debunked or busted, you know, debusted or whatever you want to say. They are still beneficial and you can use them to live a little bit of a healthier life, but you need to do so intelligently. And so that's obviously why I'm here. And so uh, I want to encourage you, you know, for listening to this show today or watching this, um, I have created a PDF a little guidebook that goes deeper into exactly the workout that I did, uh, exactly the foods that I was eating, my exact running protocol that I had, all of the things that I did that I've just discussed. I go even deeper in this guidebook and you can download that for yourself. And maybe you decide to use some of these things, especially if you're first starting out, like maybe you can pick and use these things, but understand mentally that although they're lies from the fitness industry, they can still help, and there is a better way, but you have to chew the meat and spit out the bone. So if you want to use that, if you want to take some of these things that I use that actually helped me, then feel free to do so. Uh, but anyways, other than that, I'm going to wrap it up here and just say, hey, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching, and I hope you got something of value from this. And if you did, I would love if you would subscribe to the show, You know, leave us a review, and share this with your friends. And uh, hopefully someone at the very least gets some entertainment value, but maybe you get exposed to a lie in the fitness industry that you've been clinging on to that maybe has worked or not worked as, as, as effectively as you would like. And um, you can start to take some of those proactive steps to really get to a level of fitness or a level of health that does work for you and does lead to lasting change. So anyways, I thank you so much and I'll catch you on the next episode. See ya.